more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun. Welcome back to High Tide with Alan, Kieran and Grant in the studio. Although Grant's muffled at the moment. We just call him Mumbles. We do. We do. And I think it's apt as well. Uh, listen, just before we do the weather update, yes. don't forget the high tide this morning, 7.41 a.m., 1.58 of a metre, and then you've got a low tide this afternoon, just after lunchtime, 158, and it'll be 0.49 of a metre. So a bit of run there, a good metre running the tide change. Yeah, well, Sydney Coastal, there is a strong wind warning out. North to northeasterly, 20 to 30 knots. Seas 2 to 3, swells northeasterly below 1, and the weather is mostly sunny. If I go up to Seal Rocks to Smoky Cape, strong wind warning, north to northeasterly, 20 to 25, increasing 20 to 30 knots in the middle of the day. Seas 1.5 to 2 metres, increasing 2 to 3 around midday. Swells southerly below 1 with cloud clearing. And if I go down south, Ulladulla to Montague, strong wind warning. Northerly 20 to 30 knots, shifting south to south. Westerly 15 to 20 in the late evening, seas 2 to 3. Northerly swell about 1, increasing to 1.5 during the day. And sunny um, and the chance of a thunderstorm. So, okay. There we go. Let's Same go up and down the, the coast. Where we go? We've got Tenterfield Tiddler. Yes. Morning, Steve. Good morning, boys. How are we going? We're good. Now, how did your uh, meetings go last week down here in Sydney? Not too bad, uh, you know, semi-productive, I guess. Semi-productive. <laughs> yeah, as, as most meetings generally are. You know, it's, it's um, one of those meetings where, yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's a big enough committee that everyone wants to spend 10 minutes furiously agreeing on everything. <laughs> having to, having their, their uh, sort of 10 minutes each of, of saying, yes, I agree, and here's why, rather than just going, yep, I move on. So, um, but uh, that's all right. You know, you've got to have these debates and things like that. And yeah, but uh, nice to be home. Nice to be back in Tenerfield. And uh, yeah, weather-wise this week, we've had um, a few uh, reasonably rainy days. Not not fantastic. Uh, we certainly could do with a bit more rain. But, um, you know, things have, have greened up a bit and, it's surprising how quickly the countryside uh, sort of recovers, even with uh, the fires that we had, uh, you know, what, a bit over a week ago. We, um, you know, you sort of go out there now and it's it's getting that green pick coming up through and all the animals are getting in there and, and uh, you know, wandering around what was black and ruined, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, really enjoying uh, what, is coming up. That said, yeah, if it doesn't uh, continue and we don't get consistent rain, it's it's just going to be uh, what they describe as a green drought. We're going to be uh, sort of green on the top but dry underneath and no real nutrients or sustenance in that uh, kick that's coming up. So, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see what, what happens. River-wise, um, the water levels are still quite low, uh, you know, certainly down on what we'd ideally like them to be. Uh, fish are definitely there, though. Uh, the boys during the week got on some really nice yellow belly just here in the, the creek uh, at the, the bottom of the street there. Uh, sort of um, haven't had a chance to, to hook into them myself, but they're fairly consistent. Um, not a huge run of uh, fish, but a consistent run and uh, constantly on lures and, and uh, so forth. So little Christmas beetle patterns and things like that are really working well. Uh, Christmas beetles have just been absolutely out in force at the moment. They're the little brown ones, the big brown ones, and the, the big colourful ones uh, occasionally as well. So I think it's going to be a... a a quite productive uh, topwater season for, for cod, bass, all that sort of thing. Uh, once cod season opens back up on the first of uh, December. Yeah, actually, I saw right. the first Christmas beetle flying around last night. So uh, it's yeah, well, evening's we've ahead had of had time for, for a couple of weeks, and um, yeah, big numbers, real big numbers. So as soon as the lights go on, I've uh, 
you know, when you've got an open shop like I do, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a pain in the neck, to be honest. You know, the, the beetles uh, come because I usually open till 10 uh, most uh, nights that I'm open, and uh, yeah, bugs have been annoying, and then the next morning you've got to spend the next you know, 20 minutes vacuuming all the nooks and crannies to get rid of them. <laughs> so, uh, but that's all right. As I say, it's sort of um, it's encouraging for uh, the fishing season coming forward. So, uh, I think uh, things are positive. Looking, looking positive. If we get a pinch more rain, it wouldn't uh, go astray. But uh, at the moment, yeah, you know, signs are, are pointing up, and we're. we're um, yeah, you know, I've heard that uh, weather report for the coast. I don't think it's going to be much better here. Um, but then it's Remembrance Day, so we're we're going to have the the shop open until ten, and then we'll probably wander down. That's right. It is Remembrance Day too. Eleventh hour, the eleventh day, the eleventh. Eleven, eleven. Yep. Yep. So um, that's an important thing to to sort of keep in mind for today. Uh, yeah, with reports. Weather-wise and uh, sea-wise, like that, I don't know uh, if it's worth poking out. Might be uh, better off inside somewhere. Yeah, and uh, there's, there's some good reports going from uh, the estuaries down south. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see uh, what the reports come back like uh, on you know, tomorrow morning and, and yeah. uh, next week. Okay. They were telling me on Friday that they certainly pumping the water out of the dams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's no two ways about that. We don't have much choice up here at the moment. Like the, the rain that's fallen has mostly been on the east. Like we here in Tenerfield, we got you know the sweetest little taste of it just from that the edge, but we we certainly didn't get any of that real soaking rain like they had down the Grafton and places like that. They've had some ridiculous rainfalls down there. Um, so it would be nice if it hopped the mountain, but uh, at the moment just hasn't so uh we we really as i say could do with just a touch more just you know not not huge amounts more don't get me wrong but some consistent you know regular rainfalls would be very very welcome but uh yeah we'll, we'll see what uh, huey has in store for us and, and go from there okay thank you for that steve you, you know, have a great so. day and yeah, uh, I'm gonna, shops open so uh, i'm gonna uh yeah, see how uh, I've got uh, a couple of reps coming this weekend to, to stay the weekend with me. And, um, yeah, we, we should uh, have a nice uh, morning tomorrow morning. We might try and get out after the bunnies. So, yeah, looking forward to that. Okay, no worries. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Stevie Bowler from Tenderfoot. We'll take a break. Inflation has hit 7.8%. Interest rates have increased by another 0.25%. Let's focus on the number one. One is powerful. One act of kindness can produce a flood of joyful tears. And one dollar means two meals for someone doing it tough. Donate at foodbank.org.au One dollar donated is two meals created. Donate at foodbank.org.au Peters of Kensington's Bridal Registry Service has been the first choice for couples for nearly 40 years. Peters offers an Australian-wide registry service, not just for weddings, but for any occasion. With their legendary customer service, years of experience and huge range, finding that perfect gift for your big day couldn't be easier. Visit Peters of Kensington, 57 Anzac Parade, Kensington, or organise your registry online at petersofkensington.com.au. Why in the world would you shop anywhere else but Peters of Kensington? If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Powell Kit Homes way. For your peace of mind, Powell Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home the Powell Kit Homes way, you go to Powell, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au or you can phone Powell on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. Get a great deal more with Kubota's in-stock catalogue. Check out Kubota's excavators, mowers, utility vehicles, generators and tractor range, which perfectly match to Kubota's land pride attachments. All available for immediate delivery. Let Kubota help to get your property ready for summer. With package deals, competitive finance rates and extended warranties, 
there's never been a better time to get yourself into a new Kubota machine. Visit kubota.com.au to view the in-stock catalogue now. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's razorback4x4.com.au. For the toughest jobs, at home or on the job site, you need the toughest gear. For almost 50 years, Sherlock Wheelbarrows have been hard at work for the weekend warrior and tradie alike. They make moving mulch, bricks, concrete and waste around the home or job site easier because Sherlock lasts longer. Lighten your load with Sherlock. Visit the full range at sherlocklastslonger.com.au Available at Bunnings Warehouse. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could Welcome back to High Tide. Alan, Kieran and Grant in the studio. Let's go out to Rose Hill. Morning, John. Hello. No? Oh, dear. Wonder what's happened there, Mister Boyden? <laughs> He's ringing him back. That's all right. John might have dropped out. There's no problems. He, they're racing at Rose Hill Gardens today too, saying. Kieran. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. Track should be good. A little bit of rain they've Soft had. Soft four, I think. I, I, I was at Hawkesbury on Thursday for Ladies' Day, and I went from a good four to a soft eight in about half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, they put the. Um, Took the, um, they held everything up while the lightning and thunder yep. was on, and then away they went. Are you right now? Place havoc with the horses. Yeah, let's go out. Morning, John. Morning, Alan. How are you? Very good. Very good. Thank Grant, you. Grant, Grant and Karen. We're here. Uh, that's good. That's good. So, do you got a winner for us at Rose Hill today? Well, well, mate, I think I've got a couple of winners at Flemington. Okay, that's good. Um, my my best my best is down there. Oh, well, I've got a couple that are, that should be winning. Uh, Imperatrice in the Champion Sprint. Uh, race six, number eight. Yeah, and in race three, Schwartz. Schwartz, number six. And in uh, two thousand metre race, the Old McKinnon Stakes. Head. head uh, headwind blows. Headwind blows. Ooh. Yeah, the horse that ran second to the horse that ran. Oh, west west wind blows. Oh, sorry. What did I say? Headwind blows. Ah, uh, same thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> race eight, number four. <laughs> and and my best at Rose Hill is in race nine. In race nine, yes. Yeah, Mars mission. Mars Mission, number six. Yeah, it's on the quick back from last week. One very impressively last week, and I think it'll be doing the same again tomorrow. Okay. Today. So there's, four, there's four for you to choose from for your bet for the Palace Club, uh, Blakey. Thank you. <laughs> just, uh, just let us know. I'll do that. That's no problem at all, John. Yeah, how's everything been all right? It's been good. Yeah, no, life's good at the moment. But, uh, uh, Melbourne was really great last week. Did you go down? Yeah, yeah, I was down there, but by the time my flight got there, and by the time uh, I checked into the motel, I didn't get to bed until about 2.30. Yeah. And Grant rang me, and I said, oh, mate, I don't want to go on air. I said, I'll just give you the quick tip. So I think I tipped the winner of the derby, so that was something. That's good, yep. Oh, well done. Like you sound like the windscreen wipe is going. Yeah, it was. I just left home and it was uh, a lot of dew on the car. A lot of dew on the car. Yeah, yeah. I'm all right now. That's going right. It's going down George's River Road. Okay, yeah, it's at Northeast. Going to blow today, so there's a lot of dew around. Okay, John. Uh, sounds good. All the best. I'll be in contact. No worries. Thanks, John. No worries. Okay. Yeah.
Bye. Okay, so those tips for today. Rose Hill, race nine, number six, Mars Mission. We go to Flemington, race three, number six, Schwartz. Uh, race six, number eight, Imperatriz. And race eight, number four, West Wind Blows. I think I got all those right. Yeah, they're getting nods everywhere, so that's good. That's nice to see. Okay, we'll take a break. You listen to High Tide, the Super Network. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. $228 million is going to be spent on 3,000 extra staff for Centrelink and Medicare. 3,000 more staff for Centrelink and Medicare. That's one way to reduce unemployment numbers, employ more people in Centrelink. But are you really telling me the truth when you say your children won't visit you because you won't give them money? Correct. They wanted more money and they tried to hold us to ransom. Give us more money or we take away the grandkids. I said, we'll take away the grandkids. I think you should run for politician and you'd win hands down. No, well, I don't think that'd be a good idea. I'm too honest to be a politician. You're right. See see how clever you are? The John Lewis Show, weekdays from 9am on 2SM. You can turn your wedding or other group function into a memorable special occasion at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Overlooking their picturesque 18th green, Twin Creeks Clubhouse is the perfect venue for any group get-together, party or celebration. Do yourself a favour and find out about having your wedding or other group function at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks Helpful Function Staff on 9670-8888. With Angel Flight, hundreds of needy, seriously ill Australians don't have to spend painful days on the road. Angel Flight pilots fly them there, free of charge, turning miles into minutes. So please, support the work of Angel Flight or get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver and help bring blessed relief to people who so desperately need some. Cobram Estate is the most awarded Australian extra virgin olive oil. Made from olives grown in northern Victoria, they're harvested and first cold pressed within four to six hours to create a premium quality oil. This is what guarantees every bottle of Cobram Estate extra virgin olive oil is fresh and full of flavour, elevating your entertaining and making your food taste even better. Cobram Estate, premium quality, great tasting and the healthy alternative. Buy in store at all major retailers. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 2SM, Sydney's Talking, 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go. Welcome back to High Tide with Kieran Allen and Grant. But let's go up to Duff Salamander Bait and Tackle Salamander Way Salamander Bay, Coles Express Service Station 498 2711. That was a good report. Thank you very much, Tony. Yeah, how are you going, guys? <laughs> We're good. How are you? Yeah, good. Shintao Blakey. Yes, thank you. I'll tell you what, I did enjoy Vietnam. That Hoi An's a lovely part of the world. So where did you stay in Hoi An? Uh, the Rendezvous, Rendezvous Hotel. Oh, uh, okay. Yep. A yep. new one. Yep. And uh, very nice. Very nice. Yep, yep. Uh, no, it, it's a great place to go, great place to visit. So when are you going back? Oh, soon. And for, for the listeners, we've... We had a couple of free nights there, so we said to the staff, where do we go? They said, oh, I've walked down the street and down a corner a little bit alongside the river. There's some nice little restaurants there. So Lovely we had this restaurant. nice little restaurant, had a three-course meal and a beer, and it was $11 each. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, but when they when they tell you it's uh, 500,000 dong, you yeah. start to worry a little bit, don't you? That's right. But, you know, you 500,000 uh, dong is just over um, $30, so it's not that bad. 
No, it's not bad at all. No, it is a great place, but anyhow, um, they tend to overcook their seafood a little bit. That's what all I found. I found the, the the fish over there, the freshwater fish, the elephant ear, and all that sort of stuff, doesn't have a great deal of taste. No, no, not at all. But the rest uh, of their food, anyhow, love it. It is what it is. That's right. Oh, you happy go lucky people, nice. And it was interesting because uh, you're the same age as me. Um, and we grew up with the Vietnam War, thinking how bad the North Vietnamese were and how good the Americans were. And I don't think that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's being polite. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. But anyhow, look, um, getting on to the fishing. Uh, look, a fair bit of activity around. Um, a few whiting starting to turn up on the beaches, but I think the water temperature is still a little bit too cool for them. It's about 18 degrees, and I think needs to pop up a little bit. So, but nothing you can do about the weather. No, no. So, um, <clears throat> but some kingies inside the break wall, uh, still chasing them down there. I don't know that they're they're that active at the moment. They don't, uh, according to all the the regulars, they're, they're not, they'll chase the lure up, but they don't seem to. They turn away from it at the last minute. But all in all, um, some pretty good fishing around the bay. Some nice reports of some flathead turning up on the, uh, in the estuary and uh, Tilbury Creek, Taylor's Beach and everything like that on soft plastics. Um, so, you know, like there's... <laughs> You'll always catch a fish if you if you're hungry. You shouldn't you shouldn't be if you've got a fishing line in your hand. Uh, but uh, outside that, um, some reports of some nice brims still being taken, um, and ludric still they're still catching ludric. I had a guy in yesterday that oh, although he fished um, Newcastle Breakwall, he told me he got broken off a couple of times and got some really really good quality ludric um, which I thought was a little bit unusual for this time of year we usually pack everything up uh, at sort of the end of uh, October uh, and wait for next season but they're still going yeah it's good yeah uh, so outside that a little bit of a nor-nor-easterly blowing here this morning it's not too bad at the morning at the moment but uh You'd always find somewhere to fish if you were keen enough. Uh, we've had a few people in this morning that are going down the beach to give them a bash, so they'd be okay down there. There's plenty of uh, spots you can fish the beaches here. So, all in all, okay, it's uh, a good day for a fish. Every day is a good day for a fish. It sure is. Okay, Tony, thank you for that. You have okay, a great day. Guys, enjoy your day. Okay, Duff Salamander, Thanks. bait and tackle. Four nine eight two zero seven double one. See you, Tone. Okay, and we'll be back. Oh, no, we'll stay with that. Kieran, tips from Carrots. What did you think? Uh, tips from Carrots are quite good, actually. Um, yeah, I think uh, Sydney uh, race nine, number six. Yeah, Mars Mission. Mars Mission should go very well. What right. price is it indicated there? It says three dollars there. Just looking at the. Uh Race nine, number six on the fixed odds. It's showing three dollars fifty at the moment. Oh, that's a good price, isn't it? There you go, fifty. Okay, well, let's go back to the phones. Uh, Greg Reed. Good morning, Greg. Yeah, very good morning. How are you? Oh, very good. How's the bay going? Actually, I had a trip Actually. out to the bay during the week. Did you? I had a recreational boating experience. Holy dooly! Not sailing, yeah. were you? Didn't take your sailing boat out? No, 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 I wasn't sailing. No, we were powering along nicely. Yeah. And yeah, I'll tell you what, Al, it was interesting. Yeah. The, the fishing experience was really good. The recreational boating experience was horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What did you do? Oh, look, you know, look, I'm biased. I'm, I'm 30 seasons in now to a commercial marine career. And when I get on a boat, I like everything to have a place. <laughs> yes. You know that? You yeah. know that thing? Yes. Yeah, and um, the boat kind of had, oh, look, I'd get kicked off radio if I really described it, but <laughs> how can we say um, feces from rectum to breakfast? Yes. <laughs> and I jumped on the boat. It's just like um, i got my 11-year-old boy here with me, mate. Do you want to just let us know where the 
where the safety – have you got safety gear? Do you want to let us know where it is? <laughs> oh, I think I got it. I think I've got it. <laughs> Uh, I think I got it. Yeah, that was that was the answer, and it was like, oh, really? Okay. Um, where, where's your flares? I think they're down there. Oh and dear. I was having a I was having a dig down in the cabin. Next thing you know, we're full throttle on until he's going <laughs> going backwards out 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 the back of the cabin, trying to find just to find the basics where you know because it's Jervis Bay. It doesn't matter if it's Jervis Bay or anywhere really. And um, yeah, just that, and the, we're going to log on. What do I want to do that for? <laughs> yeah. Does your radio work? Oh, I never turn it on. The noise just annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, come on, please. Comedy capers. And it was a good boat. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, there was no expense spared on all the fishing gear. Um, so it was interesting. So if I could just, oh, and the other one was there was no, um, there was no uh, sand anchor. Oh, okay. So, and this is on, a, on on top of a probably four thousand dollar anchor winch with with all the gear. So, like my my message to recreational boaties is a couple of basics: just have everything on your boat in a place where it's easily accessible, particularly your safety gear, your flares, and your EPIRB. That's right. Know where uh, it is. The learning is. curve there is. I've mentioned it a million times on this program. Have your own life jacket. Do not rely. We That's did. a perfect example of where you don't yeah. rely on somebody else. We had our own service life jackets on. Yep. I, took, I took them on board, and, and it, it was a very good mate of mine who I could, who I've known for probably nearly fifty seasons. So I could give it to him and just go, "What the hell are you doing, mate?" Like, yep. like, and, and not hold back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, you just have everything. Everything should have a place. Your safety gear should be easily accessible. You want to have an anchor with at least one and a half boat lengths of chain with the right anchors on. And, and turn your radio on. Emergency services, particularly marine rescue, will tell you this, how they quite often go to a rescue and, and they pick someone up and there's half a dozen or a dozen boats around them and no one's heard the call go out because no one's got their radio on. Yeah. And I think particularly with the app use now, the app's got its positive aspects to it as well, but it's, it's taken away from some of the radio use. And I think that's a bit of fear because people are a bit conscious about not understanding how to use it. But it could not only save your life, but someone else's. That's true. That's so true. we got past that and we had a cracking day. So <laughs> to, to, to go fishing with a, my 11-year-old son now who's discovered not only fishing but lure fishing off his own bat without any sort of pressure from the old man other than, come on, we're just going to go fishing because I need food. Um, got his first kingy on lure. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, 74 centimetres, like happy as a kid who just had a day off school and, yeah. and went fishing. Um, so that was pretty good. That was on the pro, and that wasn't, I've got to say, it was on the Pro Lua Premino, you know, the 160 mil versions. Um, the current out the front of Jervis Bay at the moment has just started to roar. I think at the start of the week, I had a look at it, there was a, a big current break off Batemans. It's now pushed well south of Eden out into Bass Strait almost. Um, so it's really howling out the front. So we should see some early seasons in Marlin, if not, if, if they should be there already. Um, haven't had any reports of it, but in short during the week, the current was pretty slow because we're in the, you know that middle phase of the moon. As we get towards the end of the month, we should that equation of no run, no fun should sort of favour um, more of the pelagics. There's a fair amount of bait around, um, and there's still the wind, mix of winter species. Though, like we're still getting pike and, and nanny guy. Um, we've got a really good mixed bag, you know, snapper, kings, flathead. Um, still salmon around as well um so that that was all looking pretty good but the pelagics were obviously pretty slow because there's really there wasn't even half a meter of current or half a meter of tide but that that'll change as we get more towards the full moon at the end of the month um the, the kings are more they they definitely were fixated more on um smaller baits you know we downrigged live baits squid and, and slimies didn't even lose a bait but as soon as you went into you know, fishing with 20-pound braid, 30-pound leader, and casting 160-mil um, jerk baits on sort of half-ounce heads, you got the bite straight away. We're also throwing around the um, the Ultra Gar, the Pro Lua Ultra Gar on top. So to have that middle-of-the-day surface bite, it's always always great. I'd, I'll take, you know, I'll take one fish on surface over 100 off the bottom on a bait any day of the week. So uh, don't sell yourself short. Like, if you are a bait fisher, you're missing out on opportunities if you don't have at least one rod with a dedicated lure set up for when a school of kings or, or salmon or bonito or tailor bust up on the surface and around the headlands. 
plenty of squid around. Um, they are on the small side, um, but they're pretty active. Pink and green squid jigs were doing the damage. But um, this weekend, uh, particularly, we got that big blocking high up in the Tasman. It's going to blow dogs off change today from the nor'east. Like, if you're an experienced um, local boater, you'll get a bit of protection underneath Point Perp and you'll have to come home the long way back to Kalala or Huskisson, um, meaning that you have to hug the coastline. You won't be able to go straight across the bay because it's going to howl from the nor'east today, but, and then it's going to go southerly tomorrow, so that should make offshore conditions pretty pretty choppy. So the whole offshore boating thing's your only... Um, your only bag of tricks, you're probably going to, you know, be a bit short-changed this weekend. But the estuaries will fire with the wind. You know, the basin, as we've said over the years, is a wind-driven fishery. It's not a tide-driven fishery. Um, and when most people are off the, sh- off the off the water in the basin in the afternoons, you can always find one of those um, big, long flats, you know, covered in the cockleweed or sand sticking out off the end of a point where you've got a bit of protection um, out of the chop, but still really windy, and that's really when the brim fire up in the shallows um, in the basin. So the uh, shallow, plenty of flatties in the shallows. Some of them are starting to migrate out into the deep at the moment. The water's round about uh, was around about 20 degrees, so the whiting on the surface haven't quite started yet. We've had um, a bit of rain down here this week, which is good because that'll sort of stir things up a bit, give the prawns a bit of food and it should also raise the water levels in the upper part of the catchment to help some of the bass um, travel further upstream for that summer cicada bite. Um, so, yeah, look, all in all, we're, um, we're shaping up pretty good, but it's probably more of an estuary, uh, probably more of an estuary weekend given the, given the wind today anyway. Um, you'd have to get out pretty early if you want to fish today and be back home early before that wind starts to really kick in after 10 o'clock. Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. All in all, she's um, she's looking pretty good. No worries. Okay, Greg. Thank you for that. And you can get your pro lures at any good tackle store. Yep. ProLureAustralia.com.au. Okay. Thanks, Greg. Have a great weekend. Okay. Bye, Greg Reed from down south. That's quite good. Yeah, it's not too bad. And uh, yeah, some of the reports from Bateman's been a bit further down. There, there were sightings of marlin offshore. Okay. Good one. We might take a break. At least the high tide and super network. Today I'm talking to Glenn, who is one of Arborvitae's many happy customers. Hi, Glenn. Hello, Leif. When did you start taking Arborvitae and what for? My mild arthritis had progressively deteriorated. It was reaching the stage of me being virtually crippled. A friend of mine suggested that I try Arborvitae, so I gave it a go. What benefits have you noticed from Arborvitae? After just the first bottle, the pain went from 8 out of 10 down to a manageable 2 or 3 out of 10. Are you happy to recommend Arborvitae and what would you tell our listeners about this product. Absolutely. I've told all my friends to give it a go. The secret is to have two or three bottles till the pain subsides and check dose that you're having the correct amount. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thanks for your time, Glenn. Arborvitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arborvitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call... Zero seven five six one nine eight one nine eight. Want accurate weight and ADG for every animal in your mob or herd? Consider True Test Walk Over Weighing. It's precision livestock farming where you can capture weights on every animal, not just a selection of them. With automated weighing and drafting you can trust, you can make decisions on your top and bottom performers with ease. With 24-7 support every step of the way. Get True Test Walk Over Weighing working for you. Phone one 800-248-774 or visit truetest.com. Good for the game tomorrow? Nah, still trying to sell the car. Oh, give me your phone, let me do it. Yeah, good luck. Car sales, instant offer. Car sales, what? Instant offer. You can skip creating an ad, dealing with buyers and waiting for a decent offer all weekend. Is that the offer for my car already? Yep. Now just take it to one of the official buyers nationwide, get it looked over, and the money drops the next business day. So I'll see you at the game then? Yeah, see you at the game. Car sales instant offer. The hassle-free way to sell your car. T's and C's apply. 
Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms. Running with my friend. Well, let's go to our marine rescue spot. And this morning we're speaking to Stuart Massey, who's uh, one of the Illawarra inspectors. Morning, Stuart. Good morning. How are we, gents? We're good. good. What's happening at Marine Rescue? Oh, not a lot at this time of the morning. That's good. 20, 24 people logged on, but there are some early starters, let me tell you. There always is. Now, you've had uh, a busy little time. The number of rescues have been happening at Marine Rescue. Uh, October has kicked off uh, probably the busiest boating season we've had in quite a long time. Um, 300, or well, almost 400 uh, search and rescue missions out there across the state. 400, wow. And everyone got back safely, which is good? Yes, yes. Um, you know, we've had quite a lot of incidents occur out there. Uh, there was, I think there was something like over 800 people were returned to shore. Um, a lot of those ones, unfortunately, still are breakdowns or running out of fuel. Over half of them are still that. So, you know, if people can make sure that their vessels are seaworthy before they go, we know that there's always mechanical issues that can uh, that can happen and we're happy to come and, uh, and help people. But there was also quite a few of those where probably a quarter of them were uh, emergencies, anything from vessels overturning, medical emergencies, uh, people missing... Um, yeah, quite a yeah. It was a. It's been a busy time. Now, Shell Harbour, you had a, a call out during the week. It was a reported sighting of flare. Did that uh, anything eventuate with that one? No, nothing eventuated out of that, which was a good, which was a good thing. But um, we did have a report from a member of the public that they'd seen a flare, so we dispatched a, um, a rescue vessel out off Windang Island, and uh, we had a good thorough search around the area, but uh, we weren't able to find anything, which is which is. Uh, the outcome that we were hoping for, and uh, yeah, the crew ended up uh, returning, returning back. But you know, people do carry flares for a reason, and if anybody ever sees one, it's really important to make sure they know the direction that they see it, and also the colour of the flare is always important as well. Yeah, good point, and, that, and that's why you don't play with flares and just let them off for the fun of it. <laughs> no, we're not going to soccer matches here, mate. Uh, <laughs> Oh, thankfully, if night time, it's not a problem because they normally smoke flares they let off with the soccer. <laughs> well, that's very true. That's very true. But, um, yeah, you don't, don't muck around with the things. And, um, you know, if flares have an expiry date, as we all know as well. And I'd just like to sort of let everybody know that Marine Rescue does not collect flares. <laughs> um, we do not collect flares. Blake's so, Marine does. Yeah, we'll take them. There's no problems. Uh, look, some of the places do, but um, it's quite. If you go onto the, uh, if you look up expired flares on um, in Google, you know, on a website, Google, yeah, you know, yeah, Google, you can, you'll be able to find out where uh, Maritime are having their collection points. And you, if you've got an expired set of flares, like you just bought and use it, it doesn't hurt to keep the expired set as well as a backup. Yeah, oh, look, it's um, expired flares are, you know, they should be disposed of. Oh, yeah, like, but I'm just, just saying. But like anything else, but if you've got them on there as a backup, it certainly doesn't hurt. That's right. So you've got, well, you buy your new flares, and I, I like to keep the extra ones as a backup and need a second set. But then when I replace another set, I throw out the set that's two sets old. Yeah. So you sort of yeah, we're recycling, but keeping some spares up our sleeve. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm? Excellent. What about the Mid North Coast unit? They go about oh. to reach some sort of a milestone. Our friends up at Port Macquarie, uh, very busy unit up there, very active in the community. Uh, they do a lot of stuff, but they're just about to turn 50 years old in um, going out and saving lives on the water, which is quite a milestone. Um, 
they've got a lot of members up there. They've got well over 200 members. Yeah. They do a lot of fundraising. Um, but their main function, as we know, is to get out there and save some lives on the water. And they've been very busy in recent times as well. Yeah, good yeah. spot too they are. Yeah. Like up at South West Rocks, right there yeah. at the Channel Mouth. That's right. Yeah, look, the guys and girls up there are doing a great job. They've got, um, you know, they've got the radio base, which is open 24 hours a day. Um, they've got people, they've got their boats, they've got their jet skis that they're rescuing people with. Um, and you'll see them out in the community all the time doing some fundraising and uh, and just promoting the service and promoting people to log on and log off and use the apps. So, you know, very active unit up there. Congratulations. We better mention Port Stevens as well. Yeah, we were talking to Greg Reed before, and he made a good point that you know, please leave your radio on when you're out there too. Don't turn it off because it's too noisy. Yeah, and also, what will happen when people log on? They'll call on channel sixteen on one six, and then they'll get directed to a working channel. Make sure you put it back to channel one six as well. <laughs> That's right. Not just, not just leave it on that working channel as well. That's just so you know, just in case. Yeah, and know how the dual watch function works on your radio as well. Look, it's like anything on your boat. Learn how it works. <laughs> good it's point. Always a good thing. Always a good thing to learn. Know how uh, equipment on your vessel works. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Okay, so if someone wants to join Marine Rescue, what do they do? Well, if somebody wants to join Marine Rescue, and we're always looking for volunteers. Uh, across the state in various areas. Um, they can go to marinerescuensw.com.au and they can follow the links on the pages there to become a member. And they can either join online or they can put an expression of interest in and then somebody will be in touch with them and just give them a bit of an idea of what's involved and the training that we do, which is uh, quite extensive and um, a lot of fun at the same time. And when we can... Uh, get them either into a radio room or uh, we can get them out onto the water. Uh, whatever they'd like to do, we're more than accommodating. Okay. Thank you very much for your time this morning, Stuart, and I hope you have a safe and enjoyable boating season. You too, gentlemen. Thank you very much for your time. Stay okay. Bye. See you later. Uh, Stuart uh, Massey from Marine Rescue. Yes, and look, the most important thing here is how many people they are out rescuing. Where is Maritime? What are they doing? Nothing. Never heard of. We've got Marine Rescue volunteers out doing work that a group of people have paid a hell of a lot of money to sit on their behinds and do nothing. What are you doing, Joe Halen? There you go. Wow. Let's go to PJ in Montana. <laughs> Morning, PJ. <laughs> but Marin, do I not pay their bill, Kieran? <laughs> you can say that. You can say that. You're not far wrong. <laughs> oh, mate, they're not available. They don't want to talk about what uh, maritime anymore. Well, it's transport now. Yeah. You know, yeah, now it's too, well, they're mate. too busy. They've got to work, work out how to get the trains to run. <laughs> I got all the money out of the boat registration. Yeah, yeah, they've mate. they've yeah. they've uh, raped and pillaged that one. It's gone. Yeah. Well, that's what you expect government to do, eh? It's how not... are you all? We're, We're very, very good. good. How's Montana? Well, it hasn't been too good to me, to be honest. Oh. I'm heading out, of, heading out of garden at the bay. I got up here to the hunting lodge. Three days I was feeling crook, and then you know, I got the dreaded news. It was COVID. So yeah. that was my hunting trip done and dusted. Yeah. And I came down and uh, had to isolate in a motel for six nights. And, yeah, so now I'm heading, starting the process to go back to Bozeman, um, hunting trip. Dashed and um, at least I'll be able to do some um, trout fishing in the next couple of days with a guide. So. Yeah. But um, the hunting hasn't been good anyway. The guides are up at the lodge. <coughs> um, the, when we got here, the snow stopped and started to melt, and there's that much feed out in the back country that the elk can't come off the mountains out of national out of Yellowstone National Park. So. Yeah. But um, there's plenty of wildlife around the town of Gardner. You just go for a walk, and there's elk and mule deer and Everything walking around on the street, they get what they call the Yellowstone traffic jam, and the animals cross the road. And... Freedom. Uh, from that, from... Yeah. Freedom. Yeah. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, well, you sound like you were okay, though, Pete. 
Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I just had minor symptoms and that, you know, but that's, that's the thing. I still recommend you isolate for at least uh, five days and two days after you show no symptoms and, you know, anyway, tested negative and it's all good. And, yeah, a long way to come just to sit there in a motel room, but anyway, that how it goes. And, um, yeah. That's my travel insurance now. As, I, as I'm saying, I'm looking across into the park and it's probably about 200 cow elk sitting on the side of the hill feeding away. You know, okay. It's still a big... Facebook, um, some of the photos are spectacular, the, the fish over there and the scuba diving. Yeah, we've been we've been concentrating around a few shipwrecks lately, um, we, which have been been quite good. Some of them were uh, scuttled. We, we dove one uh, yesterday that was uh, scuttled, um, not far from Sambus Lodge. It's a beautiful little lodge uh, that we went to, uh, owned by an Australian guy there. Um, but they're suffering greatly after covid um, and they've got one customer coming next week, and I think there's about six or seven people working there. Um, we got a, a nice welcome, good pizzas and that sort of stuff. We sort of shared the money around a little bit and bought a few beers and that sort of thing. But nearly all the villagers that have some sort of tourism operation, they're all suffering very bad. Yeah. Um, but um, let's hope they get back on their feet again because there's not a whole lot keeping this country together that I see. 
No, and it's it's interesting because it's a little bit more expensive to go to those places, but they're remote, and it's a good thing to go to the remote places. Yeah, it is. It is, um, and certainly when you, when you get to there, it's it, it's not what you'd expect from a five star hotel or something like that. You're going to think you're going to a five star hotel. You're not. Um, you're, you're stepping back in time, but uh, they're very comfortable. You know, you yeah. take a look around there and. Nearly all the um, tables and chairs have, have been made on site now out of uh, big lumps of timber and um, stuff like that. And they're all well varnished and comfortable and, uh, yeah, it's just a, just a nice nice change from staying in five-star hotels. Yep. Now, with yeah. your cyclone or a bit of weather about, what's your plans for heading home? Okay, so we're starting to make uh, plans. It looks like we're going to get a bit of a weather window on the 5th now. Oh, sorry, on the 15th. Um, so what we've got to try and find is a weather pattern which sees us clear for a four- to five-day passage. Right. Um, now, when we depart, we've got to clear customs out of here and then say, all right, we're underway. Um, it feels getting to be a bit of an issue because it's all pumped from 44-gallon drums. Um, we have enough fuel on board, more than enough fuel on board to make it home now, but I'd like to ballast down a bit heavier. Yep. Uh, the, the price here just got exorbitant. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, and I, those 44-gallon drums, sometimes they get uh, condensation. We've got to go, Pete. you got to go. We've got to go. But thank you. We'll, we'll try and give you a call tomorrow, see what's happening. Well, maybe tomorrow we'll talk about the passage that we're planning to uh, yes. make back to Australia. We'd love to do that. Thanks, Pete. Preparation of that. Bye. Okay, bye. Peter Sayer and the Solomons here. We've got the news coming up. But don't forget, Blake's Marine today. If you want to come out and have a look at the North Bank boats, also Stacer and Bar Crushers. You don't want to come out, Grant? No sausages. No sausages. No sausages. Well, I'll, well, I'll get a sausage for you. I won't cook it. There'll be coffee, <laughs> coffee and biscuits. <laughs> we'll be back with more of High Tide after the news. Talk overnight. Just laying on the lounge, I, ha- I just had a bowl of ice cream. I was being naughty. I put it on the ground and I heard this thing walk down the stairs and I thought it was the cat. Put my hand down the paddle. I thought, that's not a cat. It does seem that there are more diseases around these days that can be easily picked up. In terms of health, we really need to educate ourselves in relation to what's going on. On the way in here for the 98, everything was over $2. Yeah. We've been ripped off for years, and what do we do about it? Nothing. Talk overnight.